Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. Today's episode is sponsored by robinmayhew.co.uk. Robin is a musician in the south coast of England and his website has got such great recordings as David Bowie's final Ziggy Stardust performance in the 70s. So go onto his website and pick up that at robinmayhew.co.uk. Well, today, to get on with the show, I'm joined by my great friend, Sam Pierce. Hi. Or, <laughs> or um, Samwise Gamgee, as he's sometimes known among our friends. Yep, yep. Sam is a musician, a musical teacher, and just an all-round boy. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's yeah, right. and today, it's the last episode, should be before Halloween. So we're going to be talking some spooky stuff. We've got some stories about an exorcism. We're going to talk about that bloody Fatima ad as well as reality TV and a lot more. That's all coming just after this. Okay, so Sam, are you ready? I'm good. Yeah, I'm ready. Have you done a podcast before? No, I've never done a podcast before. Okay, have you done anything sort of similar? or? Uh, I did Facebook Live lessons on uh, for my teaching. Yeah, was that during that the lockdown? Cool. That was during the lockdown. Yeah, that was the right at the beginning. So just at the end of March. What was that sort of like? How many viewers would you get for a Facebook lesson? Um, for a Facebook lesson, there it was in the hundreds. Really, it was in the hundreds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Christ. Yeah. I didn't know it was that many. It was quite a lot of people watching. That's me amazing. Chat about guitar riffs for about an hour. Did it? Um, how was like the very first lesson? What was that like? Were you hamming up? How was it? Uh, I really hyped it up. I mean, I had to get up early at uh, 10 a.m. Mm. to uh, prepare for it. And effectively, yeah, it's just a nerve-wracking experience for me. I'm just really not used to being filmed. Live is just that much. It's and when it's live, yeah. yeah. Especially when it's just me sitting in my bedroom, just looking <laughs> at comments just roll past and... Oh, honestly, it's did so you get stressful. any uh, weird comments like people commenting on your bedroom or something? Um, <laughs> my bedroom is so nondescript. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, no. You get like the odd people saying like I was just waiting for people to tune in at the first yeah. five minutes, and like one of the first comments I got was just from some random lady saying, "Stop showing off," <laughs> and I was just me playing a few chords on the guitar. I was just like, Shut up. <laughs> Stop showing, and it got me really because there were like there were like two, and plus you could have like hundreds of comments going, "Great, I got it, I got the riff," and like, "Great, that's fantastic," and then you get those like select few people that just like react with like an angry face or like a sad face, and you're just like, "What are you doing?" That's like you on all of my Instagram stories. Yeah, (laughs) whenever I try and post that, you always pick the negative button or the negative option on all of them. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But, well, it's it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it worth is. a laugh. But Christ, I didn't know. No, I didn't know you were getting that many. That's sick. But... Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of drum, uh, drum live streams as well, which got more. Yes, I saw our friend Ed did yeah. the drum live stream, and that was crazy. Good, we but... made events for each of them, and there were like, literally tens of thousands of people saying they were interested. That is so cool. Which was nuts, and I didn't. I didn't get as much. Obviously, uh. I'm not that much of a uh, personality. No, to, uh, is it more the instrument or the person doing it? Do you think? Uh, it's more the instrument, I yeah. think. Uh, with drums, you can usually just hit a bunch of pillows. Mm. You find with a guitar, you actually have to sit down. It's a lot more intricate. Yeah. And if you if you have no patience, it's a lot harder. Uh, yeah. Especially if they're kids as well. Mm. When I was preparing this podcast today, well, not today. When I prepared it a few weeks ago, there was um. Mm. A story that came out about the arts industry, like music and yes. film and stuff in the government, where they were asking arts people to retrain 
into different careers. Yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, and I posted that on the court case story, and you, as well as about five other people... <laughs> I'm on it. ...replied, and were like, I need to come on the podcast because I want to talk about it. That and was, yeah. So we're going to have this as the first story, and we're going to get it out. So nice. when you... Do you... Can you explain what the whole thing is? or? So, you... I mean, what is there to explain, really? <laughs> the government just thinks that... Um, people in the arts whether it be you know artists musicians mm. dancers whatever uh, are encouraged to retrain into an industry like cyber for instance yeah in order to you know to fit in with their view of what they should do yeah what, what these people should do some they don't often take into account that these people have careers so. yeah i know and it's just the one thing that i found interesting as well is when they're telling us to lock down and we're telling us to stay in our homes the main source of how we were getting through the days and we were getting through was entertainment was the arts was music was tv mm. and stuff and if none of the none of the people all of those people change careers then we'd be fucking in the shit wouldn't we yeah exactly i think that's what the government somewhat forgets is that it's not just people who just fancy dancing yeah. Or fancy playing the guitar. These people have worked for literal years yeah. to hone their craft in yeah. order to build a career which takes several years, decades to get up to the point. There's there's it's not just people in their twenties either. Mm. It's people in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. All yeah. se- all s- senior people literally and, and they they we all pay our taxes as well. Mm. It's you know, it's 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 crazy that they just think that you know, it could be something that could just be thrown to the side and you can just, you know, sit at, de- sit at, a, at, a, at a desk. Yeah, because um, before the, like, the whole lockdown and corona, obviously your main income was being a session musician, wasn't it? And playing at weddings and gigs. Yeah, and so like I was that. a wedding better musician, yeah. And that's a solid income. That's a solid... I mean, it's seasonal. It's it's very but... seasonal. It's it's like, it's not just the weddings as well, as most gigs are outside. Mm. Uh, most people go to pubs as well in the summer. If you, you know, there's 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 gig opportunities in the, in the winter yeah but it will mostly be mostly be corporate gigs private gigs mm. all those sort of, all those sort of christmas gigs as well they come around but for the most part it all happens during like between april and october mostly right yeah when so the weather's nice so do you have to like save up a bit for the seasons when you're not going to be playing as much yeah so there's an element yeah there's an element of that i mean for the most part it's the best way is to really kind of have multiple streams of income whether it's whether it's getting a part-time job all year round just to you know just to cope during the winter or mm. or actually just you know um if you if you're a musician say you're you know like a lot of people write music for yeah they write music for podcasts which, yeah uh, <laughs> which is what i've uh kind of been doing yeah. the past six months yeah you, you're putting your skills somewhere else where you can what the one thing that i saw a lot of when this story became big is the poster which was of this woman called Fatima yes. who was apparently a ballet dancer <clears throat> and there's a picture of her and it said that her next job could be in cyber which I assume is a company yep. that does electronic something. Cyber so it's like coding. Ah yeah. Right and what a lot of people were sharing was they were sharing the picture and saying that obviously you had a photographer take the photo mm. you had a model be Fatima Yep. You had a graphic designer do all the graphics yep. as well as a bunch of other other stuff and that's all arts based. Yep. So yep. the the whole the whole campaign itself is just ironic. Yeah. Completely. And apparently it was a US photographer, not even a UK one. I know. I know. Did you see she replied? Yeah, this well? I found this is the article. Fatima's not her name. Ah. A UK a US photographer said she was devastated when one of her photos was used for a UK government backed advert. So they even didn't use someone from the UK. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> That's ridiculous. Not um, good. The dancer is actually called Desiree. Is that how you say that? And the photo was taken by Chris Alex. Oh, he did a YouTube video apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a YouTube response. I think. Yeah, I was shocked. Um, artists should not be encouraged to stop doing what we love. The ad was pulled after Culture Secretary Oliver Dowden disowned it, describing it as crass. A 10 down the street spokesperson agreed that it was not appropriate. Mm. So clearly it didn't go through too many uh, yeah. ups yeah. to get it. I've heard some people say it was from last year, but that's still 
you mm. know, regardless of the fact that it was last year, I think musicians will still exact you know, react the exact same way. Yeah, it's just bad time. It's just the worst timing just it to is. put it out now. I mean, it's just. I think musicians have kind of felt. I don't. I mean, I don't speak for all musicians. Let's just get that out there. Yeah. But there's plenty of them that <clears throat> not just they've they've they haven't really had a lot of faith in what the government is doing. Yeah. For, for arts, whether it be funding grassroots venues or just providing even providing support for um for musicians during during lockdown or artists during lockdown yeah i think this is just the final nail in the coffin but <laughs> it's re- it's really i mean for, i was i was you know i wasn't happy when right, i saw really it pissed. but it's yeah and it's just i think p- people just find it really alienating yeah that's that's the biggest thing I think alienating is the perfect word. To yeah, describe I know it. what you mean. But like, because obviously, I mean, that's the industry that I want to go to into is an arts industry. Mm. And um, I mean, I was struggling even before the lockdown started. Yeah. But um, it's just, uh, I mean, I don't know. I just, no, no one has faith at all at the moment, do they? Because mm. I mean, even if they did say, even if the whole campaign was retrain to do a different um, industry, None of these industries are hiring at the moment. All they're doing is letting people go. Exactly. So there's no point in even doing a campaign like this. Yeah. No. Exactly. It's 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 on a similar length. Like, oh no, it's. I think I don't. I don't think adapting to. I th- I think if you to. Oh, Shall I say this? <laughs> I'm thinking. I think it's. I think you'd be naive to think that if you're just gonna keep on. If you're a musician, you think you're gonna be gigging like you were thinking of gigging during the summer yeah. i think that's kind of naive to think i don't yeah. think that's a harsh thing to say i think everyone thinks that yeah no it's there are there are there, there, there are people that have they've gigged but i'm saying like if people think they're going to earn the exact same amount of money as they would do in the summer yeah i think that's kind of a bit unrealistic mm. so having another source of income at the time when you're not doing that kind of stuff i think that's a really good idea yeah, but retraining and diverting your entire career mm. to appease to someone else telling you, I think you should change career. I think yeah. that'd be a good idea. It's it's a bit. That's a lot of training. That's the alienating bit. Yeah, they just don't understand, do they? They just don't understand. <laughs> but um, if you had to predict, when do you reckon we're gonna get out of this? Um, let's go go back to normal. I reckon, hopefully, around my birthday. Well, April. April. So, because obviously your brother, your younger brother, is uh, done a uni course in sort of bioscience, biochemistry. Yeah. Right. Has he got a sort of prediction? Um, you know what? I don't really talk about it to him too much. Oh. <laughs> Considering he's yeah, that's I'd be field. grilling him but, every day for information. But look, I th- I think they're 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 supposed to be releasing the results for phase three trials of the Oxford vaccine. Oh. Like, within the next like four weeks nice so as soon as that comes out it's probably going to be just given to frontline workers yeah really at risk people and then i think that they say it's going to be like down to like public use around springtime so like march april right so why i say like yeah i the reason i say my birthday is because a lot this this year's birthday was just just bloody awful yeah it was a, my birthday it was the end of april it was the mo- it was literally at the height of like lockdown it was like around the time where we had like the most deaths and it was so depressing i remember that that was yeah we had um my girlfriend's sweet tea's birthday as well and we just had to try and do what we can mm-hmm. as well yeah. i've got mine in december no clue what's gonna happen there yeah we're supposed to be going away for christmas as well don't know mum's chopped and changed her mind of um where she wants where we can go we were originally supposed yeah. to be going to disneyland paris cancelled that because of how disneyland have changed all their rules and stuff mm. so then mum was like we'll go to malaga in spain but now cool. spain is doing the two-week isolations before and after thing okay. so now we have no clue maybe madeira i think the canary islands have been added they to the non-quarantine are, list but um, they're quite expensive at the moment Balls. so we don't know, but I mean, uh, April's quite a good. April will be nice. It's when the weather gets better. Exactly. Yeah. And to well, be fair, during lockdown, the weather was lush. 
that made it a lot easier. That was, especially in the yeah the first few months, wasn't it? So you could do the nice mm. exercises and go out. I don't understand how it's gone. I know how it's gone so bad because obviously you know Wales has gone into a really bad lockdown. Yeah, yeah. It's because all the uni students went back in September mm. because yeah. there is kids going to all mixing over all over the UK in different places and now it's all like my girlfriend's friends they're all in uh, isolation for two weeks in their halls and stuff really and yeah because one of them goes to Cardiff and Cardiff's in complete lockdown Mm. isn't it yeah and um, the thing in the supermarkets yes that's only in Welsh supermarkets isn't it where they're gaffer taping off non-essential items yeah that's stupid isn't it I don't get how is that supposed to help well I don't know, it's just... Is it supposed to stop people... Is it to get people shopping, like, quicker? Well, you remember during lockdown, they just stopped, like, all the really specific types of products and they just stocked the bare bones, sort of, like... Yeah. Here is, like, three types of bread. Mm. Get rid of the other 20, <laughs> you know, types of seeded bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, and, you know, I read something that, like, Sainsbury's had about, like... 20 or 30 different types of sausages on stock wow. and they stocked them down to only like seven seven types of yeah. sausages christ so, yeah but whales aren't getting any fancy sausages or no <laughs> i saw a um tiktok video of a guy in a welsh supermarket literally tearing down all of this duct mm. tape to get yeah. to like a kettle or something i heard this morning that he uh he got arrested i think he got like done for like criminal damage <sighs> Something like that. criminal whatever oh christ yeah, sake. yeah. But we've had the first sign of anti-maskers down my road. Really? I've uh, We've had a laminated poster put up on a pole that is a picture of a guy in a mask and then the strings from the mask pull away from his face to make a sort of like a puppet hand, oh. so like he's being controlled by strings. Classic. And then it says, how are you enjoying the new world order? It's a real Nazi thing to put up, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is, yeah. I It's laminated and I just tore it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having that down my street. Yeah, put, put, put a flyer for your podcast up instead. That's exactly what I'm thinking of doing. I need to get a little laminator. Make sure you drill it, it into the lamppost. Yeah, I'll do that. I think I'll put it up and then I'll put some sellotape around it to protect it from the rain cool. and then I will drill it in. Good. And then the person who put that up will walk past and they'll know. They'll know they'll who they're like, with. The court case podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go on there. I'll get loads of bad reviews from the anti-mask people. Honestly, honestly, couldn't give a toss. <laughs> yeah, no, same. I just don't. Yeah. I th- I originally thought, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I originally thought those sort of people were just in America. Mm. But it's getting worse now and there's getting loads more protests in England. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I do think that we should have um, done it. We shouldn't have brought it in so late. Because mm. it was like the end of lockdown, they suddenly brought in masks. Yeah. But I mean, if it's what we've got to do, it's what we've got to do, isn't it? Yeah. The only yeah. problem is it brings more spots on your face and you sweat more. Well, I've just grown a beard. So just. See, no, yeah, that's fine. You look cum- a lot different at the moment. I've had so many comments. Yeah. Like, I look like Jesus. Well, when um, I look at you from that, the other side, I can't see your eyes. What, because of my hair? Or yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I couldn't see your though. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. We've moved, we're have we going to move on from the Fatima subject now. There's some yes. other stuff I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about reality TV. And we've got some great little Halloween stories come up as well. Lovely. That's all going to come just after this. Right. Yeah. Ooh, hello. That looks very sexy. Yeah, cool. fair enough. Hello. Welcome back, guys. Happy Friday. I hope you're all feeling in the Halloween spirit. Where is my stories? Here they are. Okay, so I found a couple of Halloweeny stories. Cool. Sam, we're going to talk. It's going to be spooky thriller time. God, I'm scared. Um, do you have a favourite scary movie or Halloween thing? What do you normally do on a Halloween? Because you don't normally um, come out drinking. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing really, <laughs> apart from drinking. Yeah. Um, I don't really drink too much, to be honest. No, Halloween, I, I've just never, my family's never really celebrated. Halloween, I think it's a bit naff, but I think around here as well, nobody just nobody. No, the drinks. only way I didn't proper celebrate Halloween until I went to uni, and then there'd be all the Halloween nights out, mm. and I've just loved it. And then I've come back, and I've wanted to go out drinking every Halloween. Yeah, I did last year. I went out drinking in Chai, and I like doing the dressing up as well. Yes, but oh wait, there was the one year that we went to Thursdays, and you were dressed as the guy oh, from the yeah. Lego Movie. Yeah, are you a Ghostbuster, mate? <laughs> no, mate. I'm the bloody Lego man. 
from the Lego movie. <laughs> that was such it? a great costume. You used um, one of my dad's, what are they called? What are the fluorescent oh, jackets? Yeah. And then just a big red box. On no, the I, had the, I bought the jacket and he bought me the trousers, I think. It was. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just, and I think my dad had like some Timberlands or something like that. <laughs> and the big so red. So I walked out with my fluorescent trousers and my Tims. <laughs> big plastic and red, red box <laughs> on your back. red bin on my back. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Like, I mean, they 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 thoroughly searched the bin as I went into Thursdays. Did they? They were like, "Got any drugs in there?" I'm like, "Why would I?" <laughs> <laughs> Tape them to the side. Sure. <laughs> it was so uncomfy. It, the, the the basically we drilled little holes in the side and put mm. a load of string on it. Yeah. And it was digging into my shoulder. Like, oh all no. Night. It was really painful. I came um, third in the costume contest. You did. Who night. won? Some uh, witch. Oh, guy? it was some just stupid normal witch. And um, but I was Sean from Shaun of the Dead. You had the full on. You had the name tag and everything. Yeah, I did. I thought it was a good costume. Yeah. And um, so this year I can't go drinking. So me and my um, girlfriend are planning to just sit in and watch some scary movies. Nice, nice. What 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 movies are you? We're picking. We're basically doing it where I will pick one and she will pick the other. Okay. I don't know what to pick. I do kind of want to go The Exorcist because that's like the scary movie. Okay, never watch that. Or go for just normal Halloween and pick Ghostbusters or something. Mm, yeah. A bit more tame. The Shining is my favourite one. The Shining. I hadn't thought of The Shining. The Shining is a very good one. If it's not, not traditionally super scary. It's not yeah. like, oh my God, that's hideous. But it's like, it's like two jump scares in the whole thing. Mm, the Poltergeist. And the rest of it's just really creepy and it's really well done. Yeah, The Poltergeist is good as well. That's no, one of my mum's favourites. I'm just not a horror movie guy, to be honest. I'm not normally, but it's probably my least watched genre of movies. But I like Stranger Things as well, though. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Have you watched it? Yeah, of course I have. Oh, no, well, yeah. There's a few people that haven't, but most people have. Yeah, I haven't watched it. What was your favourite season? Um, I liked... Oh, what happened in each season? Right, the first, <laughs> the first season one was, was The Missing Boy. That was it. Second season, I don't want to give too much away because uh, my girlfriend hasn't watched it and she listens to this. Second season was when there was the, it was the one that was set at Halloween and they were all dressed as Ghostbusters. Yes. um, Oh, the Mind Flayer. Yeah, the Mind Flayer one. Yes. And then the third season was the one with the shopping mall. That second season. Second season is my favourite too, yeah. Yeah. Because you get Dustin with his little pet. Yes. Freaky lizard thingy. Yeah. Demogorgon. The Demogorgon, yeah, but what are they? Carlos, is it? No? Not I don't, Carlos. Oh, no, it might have been. No, he called it um, one of the... Was it one of the Three Musketeers or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah, no. But, I mean, I don't know when the next season of Stranger Things I'm is coming out. I'm going to find out right now. You're going to find out what the name of it was? What's... Uh, They're filming Stranger... Stranger Things 4, I think, at the moment. They are. But I, I, I wanted, wanted it to be in, out in time for this Halloween season. How do you spell Demogorgon? D E M O R. Gorgon. Pet. Pet name. What was it? I thought it was like Donatello or something. Oh, it's. Uh, what did he call it? D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. Ah, uh, that's what he called it. I was it. trying to read D'Artagnan. It. Yeah, that's one of the three musketeers, I thought. Cool. But speaking of scary stuff and exorcisms, Ooh. I've got a story about a Florida deputy who performs an exorcism on a child and instructs another to shoot anyone who enters the demon field home. Cool. So I didn't think... My first takeaway just from the headline is how can policemen perform exorcisms? I thought it had to be men of faith. <laughs> a man of the this cloth. This is Florida. Yeah, maybe is. Maybe he was a man of faith. It's like... Maybe... Yeah, maybe he had like a... A side, side maybe hustle. Yeah, side, side hustle. <laughs> but the um, because last week we had a Florida story as well. This oh. is going to end up being a segment, Florida sure. stories. Christopher Should Doherty do. was fired from the Orange County Sheriff's Office and arrested with child abuse charges. I think that's fairly uh, okay, yeah. just. So a now former sheriff's deputy in Florida was arrested Sunday after allegedly performing an exorcism on a child and telling another there were demons in his home and to shoot anyone who entered. I thought that said shout for a second. (laughs) And to shout at anyone. Anyone So this man was 37 and he was arrested on child abuse allegations the same day he was fired from the sheriff's office on an unrelated matter. Oh, so he wasn't fired for the exorcism. He was fired for something else. Oh, Okay, he so, he, so he just got sick of it and just went home and was like, I'm going to exercise a child. He is, yeah. <laughs> he saw some kid probably doing some Fortnite dances. Bloody loser. And was like, that's demon time. <laughs> <laughs> Deputies <laughs> responded Thursday to a 911 call. Beat the devil out of you. 
about a residential alarm determined there was evidence of child abuse at the apartment. A girl wearing body armour and a Kevlar helmet. What's a Kevlar helmet? Kevlar helmet's like bulletproof. Oh, bulletproof helmet. Was lying on the ground in a shooting position with a rifle and a boy was armed with a taser and Doherty, so the sheriff guy, was in possession of a handgun. So they were all armed to the teeth. The children told investigators Doherty performed an exorcism on the boy before telling the girl that there were demons in the home and directing her to shoot anyone who entered. Great. That so, sounds, mm, sounds awful. I want to see, did they not interview him or something? Because I want to see what his... Uh, yeah, what happens? What he thought. Apparently, he, well, he was fired <laughs> for an unsatisfactory performance in a separate matter. Okay. So the exorcism didn't have anything to do with it. And okay. while this deputy was terminated for a pattern of unsatisfactory performances... There were very serious criminal allegations. As law enforcement officers, we are held to the highest standards of conduct, whether on duty or off duty, we are also concerned about the deputy's mental health. Right. He was not available. Oh, the relationship between Doherty and the two children remained unclear. So he doesn't Mm. know if he was their father or anything like that. Doesn't sound like he was. This is so bizarre. Yeah, I know. I I really wish he was available to comment. Yeah. He wasn't, sadly. No. No. Have you ever heard about any exorcisms or anything like that? Uh, no, not really. Did you ever hear? In they did a show on it. It was back in the seventies or eighties. Um, there was a place called Enfield in London, yes. and there was something called like the Enfield haunting, where okay. this girl was apparently floating above her bed, and right. they brought in like an exorcist then okay. to come in and go. You say you haven't seen the exorcism, have I you? I haven't. No. Right. So basically, a priest comes in. And he has like the cross and the Bible and he throws holy water on the, it's normally a child that's possessed, right. on the child. And then they go like, the power of Christ compels you. And then okay. the demon comes out. That makes dies. sense. But um, I, re- I read up on this before today's podcast and there used to be loads of exorcists back in far away times. Mm. I don't know, like 1800s, 1900s. Okay. You know, like when they used to like burn witches? Yes. Right? Not and in the 1800s. No, that would, it would have been much, been? much earlier than that. Oh, okay. I don't know when they burnt witches. <laughs> but, um, Medieval times. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> a lot earlier than that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, basically, <sighs> what, I, what I think it is, is there were kids or adults or women or whatever that had serious mental health issues like schizophrenia and stuff like that. And then in the olden times, they didn't know what that was. Mm. So they're like, you're possessed by a demon. And so they would go and exercise people. So they were just... Yeah, I don't think a lot of that kind of stuff was recorded back then in terms of mental health. No, no, no. I mean, to be honest, mental health is only really becoming like a thing people care about Mm. in the past, uh, you know, a few years. But um, back then, they probably just thought they were possessed. Or, yeah. I'd or rather crazy. be. I'd rather see a counselor than get burnt. Than get stake. burnt at the yeah. stake. I wouldn't but like that. I don't ever think I've been possessed. No, no. I can't say I've been possessed either. Here's a question. Here's a spooky question. Have you yeah. ever seen a ghost? No. I've seen a ghost. You've seen a ghost. Where have you I seen have. the ghost? At the cinema that I worked at. Okay. So, you know, this is a true story, whether you believe me or not. Mm. But, because, you know, there's people that don't believe in ghosts. Um, when I, years ago, when I was working at the cinema, it's uh, the Pitchdome Cinema. Yeah. Um, so, it's over, it had its 100, its centenary last year, 2019. But the building itself is like still, I think, like 20 years older, something like that. Okay. This is a ridiculously old building. Very old. I was working, I think it was around 2013, 2014. Mm -hmm. I was working a very late night. There was me and there was two other people on, right? You know the cinema has two floors. Yes. So at this time, there wasn't two screens downstairs. There was just the one screen Mm. and there was two screens upstairs. Cool. I was, this was about half 11, something like that, 11. Mm. And what happens is, it's bloody spooky anyway. Yeah. But what happens is we had the other two staff members were upstairs, um, locking up upstairs. You've got to like put chains on the doors, things like that. In case of ghosts, of course. In case of ghosts, yeah. yeah. And um, I was the, 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 Tracy was the, she doesn't work there anymore. She was the woman that was, uh, uh, the manager for that shift and she's like oh Jens can you lock up screen one downstairs so I was downstairs on my own 
locking mm-hmm. up screen one, putting the chains on the doors. And I was moving from one side of the screen to the other to go to the other chain. And I looked towards the back and then it's not there anymore, but there used to be a little hallway that mm. you would go down to, to the toilets at the back of screen one. Yes, and I saw a person walking along from one side to the other. And I was like, why have they come downstairs? They were supposed to be locking up upstairs. Mm. So I radio Tracy and I was like, I thought you were locking up upstairs. <laughs> and she was like, I am upstairs. I was like, okay, well, I thought whoever it was, bloody blah, was with you. And she's like, he's with me. He's up here. Ooh. So I was like, what the... Well, someone has just been walking down the hall doing the thing. And then she was like, oh, right, yeah, that's the ghost. <laughs> as if that's like a normal thing. And I was like, what do you mean? And obviously I locked the other chain up as quick as I could. And I just went straight upstairs to them. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, that's just the ghost. And she was like, yeah, no, there's been there's ghosts in the cinema. Apparently, it's, apparently it is one of the old people that used to own it. And okay. he was like a handyman or something around the cinema. And apparently mm-hmm. that's him walking around, tending to the cinema at night. Great. Is he going to, you say, the hallway near the toilets? Yeah, so he's probably going he to, you know... Just the Wii. Yeah, clean the urinals, something clean like that urinals. he was doing. Well, he's, to- he's helping you out, James. He is. <laughs> God's sake. Can he help you with the locks as well? He did not, no. Well, he might have done. I was out there too quick. I didn't see. Damn. But I, I remember there was, like, there was a lot of people in that town that think it's haunted. I don't know what, if you... Yeah, that just think... in general, just... Yeah, but Pog- yeah, the whole place is haunted. I mean, the whole place just creeps me out. It does, yeah. Not just ghosts. Not just the moment. cinema. But, I mean, it looks like a place that could be haunted anyway. Yeah. But you've never been in there that late at night, have you? Uh, no, no. It's extremely creepy. It does. I've been in there when it's dark, when the yeah. film's about to start. And just imagine that when you're the only one in that room, mm-hmm. in that big screen one. Yeah. And Just keep an eye on that hallway. Yeah, it's really strange. Have you seen any other ghosts in there in the meantime? No, my dad um, once had a paranormal incident. He was driving his car late at home. It was between Chichester and Christ, I don't remember, but um, I wasn't in the, even in the car at the time. He was driving and um, it was like really foggy late at night. Someone walked out in front of his car, went bang straight into the front of the car. Mm. And so he got out um closed the door went out to the front obviously as you should he wasn't going to hit and run there was no one there wow and it was solid bang straight into the front of the car he put the brakes on really hard like it was a proper crash got out no one there wow yeah very strange like a rabbit or anything no he said that it it was a person was walking in front of the car if not the fox was dressed up pretty dandy if that was the case two legs yeah Creepy. But have you um has your family wanna have any weird um oh, things like that? I don't know. There was a um oh no, actually yes. No, there was a cat that used to walk around the house. That was really weird. This cat in this house. What this cat right here. <laughs> this cat, sorry, I'm in this <laughs> <Yeah>. house. <laughs> uh yeah, no, this house. Yeah, though I, I remember A like, ghost cat or a real cat? I don't know. It was a ghost. Wasn't it? It was, there's no, there's no cats. We don't have a cat, right? And we didn't have a dog at the time. And yeah, no, this was years ago. And we would, I don't know. I was, just, I was just coming out of the bathroom one day, and I swear I was just like the back door was open. I was just like, I swear, like there's a, you know, there was a cat that just went past. <laughs> I went downstairs. Back door was shut. I was just like, I'm pretty sure that back door was open. Like, and I was like, Mum, I think there's a cat in the house. And we're like, okay. And we even spoke to our next door neighbour, and, and she, um, oh, she came around and she, she, she blessed the house because, like, <laughs> like, my mum had saw like a cat or something going, what? and she came around but blessed the house, and, and then that was it. We never saw the cat again. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about that. Ghostly saying I've never seen a ghost. <laughs> I have. Yeah. And you had a ghost cat. Ghost cat. Well, did you ever? Th- did you say none of the windows were open? Uh, I thought I thought the back door was open. Right, I was just like oh, back door's open. Because yeah. you know yeah. I don't see the... walked in, but I'm like, because obviously downstairs. there are house cats that people buy, but mm. I do not see the point of people that buy those cats and then the cats just fuck off, and okay. they just you know you know what I'm talking yeah, about the cats yeah. where they just go and run off and they'll go eat mice and then they'll hang about because apparently because my auntie had a cat, mm. she decided to do that. She's like oh I'll just let the cat roam roam wherever it wants. 
cat hopped over into the other garden. Yeah. The other woman gave the cat better food, so the cat just stayed there. So how much money she's wasted on a cat there? Yeah. yeah. But was it a cat? Was it a ghost cat? Was it a ghost cat, or was it one of those cats that was coming to see if this was a house that would provide them better food? I don't know. I don't know. It was um, creepy. Hmm. I don't uh, want a cat in my house. No, I don't. I, I'm a. Yeah, you've got a dog. You've got a bloody lovely dog, and I'm a dog person. I much mm. prefer them. It's because yeah. it's just unconditional love, all the time. No, I like cats. Cats are alright. Cats but are alright. Like, I, I wouldn't of... want a cat. No. Personally, but yeah, but cats. they're sort of the pet that's pissed off at you, aren't they? I don't know. You've never had. Have you ever had a cat just like nuzzle into you? No. That's quite nice. Oh, is or it? A cat that just sits on your lap. You're like, oh my god. They've got to trust you, I assume. Yeah. They trust me. <laughs> Whose cat is this? This is just oh, one of my friends. I love, I have, loads of cats love me. They just <laughs> snuggle into me. And no, not kidding. What was the other one? There was another story I had. That this was a thing. This isn't even ghost related, but it is really creepy. Mm. Have you ever heard foxes at night? Oh my god, they're awful! Right? right around here. If I can get one, I won't get it now, but I'll put it in in editing. The sound of a fox at night. Mm. This is what it sounds like. Oh, oh my god, that was so scary. <laughs> like, how creepy is that? Now, when apparently, when my mum and dad first moved into my house, obviously we live in the countryside and yes. they had lived in a town. Um, dad heard that sound at night mm. and he thought it was a girl being raped in the woods outside. So yeah. he went outside and he spent, he was out in the woods till about 3am looking for a girl that was being attacked and raped. He came yeah. back and he went to sleep. He woke up in the morning and asked the next door neighbour and they're like, no, it's just foxes. Yeah, no, honestly. But i tell you what, like, I have friends that live like in cities, like, yeah, like Brighton way. Mm. And foxes there are like, they're just quiet. They do their own yeah. thing. They're, they're actually quite, they're actually quite cute. Yeah. You come around here and they are bloody rabid. Yeah. They're like so scary. Like that like if I was walking at night, walking my dog, for instance, mm. a fox will come up and will try and attack my dog. Really? That's the type of that's how Has that happened in the past? They, they don't like dogs. They will literally go, Meh. I did not know Watch that they themselves. would actually try and attack a dog. It's been known that they attack like pets. Christ. I thought that's badgers. Badgers as well. I've never, I've never seen a live badger. No, I've only seen dead. I'm starting to think this is a conspiracy theory, and there aren't yeah. any living badgers in the UK. So basically, farmers, it's you can't actually kill a badger. It's illegal. Isn't it's it? illegal. So the what? But they, but the thing is, farmers would. Uh, this is just what I've heard, but uh, a rumor, should I say? Mm-hmm. But badgers spread TB. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing, and they eat crops or whatever. So basically, farmers do set up traps and they do kill them, shoot them or whatever. And what they do, you, you can't just be sitting there with like a barn full of like badger, Dead badger, ba- badger yeah. carcasses. So they, they put them in the back of a truck or a van and they lob them to the side of the uh, of the road and they say they're roadkill. Yeah, that's what see, they pass them off, pass I've them heard that rumour as well. And the reason I think it's true is because whenever I'm driving down the motorway and I see a dead badger... So it intact. never looks like it's been hit by a car. Yeah. It never looks slightly flat in a certain area or anything like that. <laughs> it's always on the hard shoulder as well. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's like, like yeah. yeah. I mean, like, badgers are quite cool. I think that I want to see a live one I, if they exist. Yeah. I think. Because, I want to see a nice fox, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Because badgers kind of look like a mix between a panda and maybe like a grey dog, do you reckon these dead (laughs) badgers are just taxidermists having a good time, trying to make an elusive animal and convince everyone in the UK that they're real? You've read uh, The Wind and the Willows, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, like that. Badgers are cool in that. Badgers are pretty cool. But uh, in real life, I I don't actually know what they're like in real life. There you go. I used to think foxes are cool, but now they attack dogs. Foxes are cool, just not the type live not the country foxes. not the country foxes i mean like i fox hunting i'm completely against that's yeah just, yeah that's just like that's also ruled off isn't that ruled off the list of group activities you is can it now? do is... i think now it's like no it's 30 people you can go fox hunting with 30 yeah people. exactly it's entirely appropriate <laughs> 
But um, what I was going to say was, and I completely forgot my point, we were talking about fox hunting, but then before then, we were talking about, Christ, it was going to be a really good point as well. <laughs> this isn't good, is it? What were we talking about before the fox hunting? Um, oh, that was it. There was a man in Bogner. Hmm. I don't know if the fox is still alive, but he has a fox as a pet. Really? And he walks it like he walk like he would walk a dog. My God. And I googled it, and I googled domesticated foxes, and you can get them in some cases, mm. but um, apparently they look and their biology is like a dog, but they behave like cats. Okay. Apparently, but the only problem with a domesticated fox is you need to get their like glands removed or something because they stink. Okay. Like stink, stink, because they release like a smelly gland or something in their neck zone, oh, so you have to have okay. it removed. Ugh. Okay, so. right, yeah. I reckon foxes as, as pets, like domesticated, would be very different than like a dog or a cat. I reckon they'd be cool if they're just like a cat. I have a mate who's she's she's really like a huge cat person, and she mm. bloody loves foxes. Yeah. So you can kind of like yeah. I guess you can kind of think. Yeah, that. pretty cool, aren't they? They're quite cool. The furries love a fox as well, don't they? The furries love a fox. Well, yeah, because all of their bloody oh, fur of course. suits are all oh, furries, like foxes, right. don't they? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah the furries, furries. Furry, furries. I think yeah. you were the first person that showed me what a furry was. Was I? It was something. Yeah, back back like years ago when all we would talk about is memes <laughs> and Reddit. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> no, not much has changed. <laughs> But um, to, but to be fair though, I've not seen the furries have died down a little bit. I've not seen much of them on Reddit or Twitter. Do you remember My Little Pony when everyone was mad about that? Bronies, Bronies, yeah. the Brony thing. That was back when we were in secondary school, surely about maybe year yeah. ten or eleven. Yeah, and it was thing. And I remember there was a really cringy video on YouTube. Mm. I think you shot either you or our friend Mitch showed me oh. of um. This guy, he was in McDonald's when the Happy Meals had like My Little Pony toys. Yeah. And he must have been like mid-20s, 30s man. And he was doing a video about him sitting down and um, getting his McDonald's. He'd opened up and it was a My Little Pony toy he already had. Mm. So him going to the woman and asking oh, if he could swap it yes. for a different My Little Pony toy. Oh my God. And it's the cringiest video. There's so many. <laughs> I remember someone made a video of them playing with a My Little Pony train set. <laughs> I distinctively remember that. God, I just, I just, I couldn't fathom getting into any of that. I don't think I got into any of those weird, no, the weird sort of niche, kinky, kinky. <laughs> well, it is sexual, isn't it? Yeah, like, definitely it got... the furry oh, one. What really annoys weird. me is when you get those furry people, so they're all like, "It's not sexual. It's not. It's not." When you're like, "Yes, yes, it's it is." Blatantly, you saw the video about fur fest, haven't you? Yeah, and also my friend, because I went to. Um, Southampton Solent Uni and mm. I did film and TV and I had a mate that did just film studies mm. and his you have to do like a final film or a script as like your final project at uni mm. and he did a documentary on the furry community in Southampton wow. I really wanted him to post it online I've never seen it but he showed well I've seen the film I've never seen it online but he showed me I sat down and watched his first like cut of it it was really interesting to be fair really? and because apparently there's quite a big furry community in Southampton Okay. And you can see him walking around. It always creeps me mm. out when kids that don't really understand that it's a fairy community see them in these big fairy suits and like, oh, it's like some sort of Disneyland character. Mm. And like they're approaching, they're petting them and stroking them and stuff. And you're like, this is some person that's probably got a boner under that. Stop it. That's like with any mascot, isn't it? <laughs> do you think yeah. all of them do? No. <laughs> Every mascot has a boner. But like, <laughs> no. There's, there's some lovely mascots. Yeah, I, lo I love Mickey Mouse at Disney yeah. when I go there. But have, you, have you seen any uh, football mascots? Well, the ones in like America or the UK? No, have in one? the Premier League. Do uh, they have mascots they today? Have, they have mascots, yeah. What do they look like? What's like? Uh, oh, well, what team do you support? Famous, uh, Everton. What's the Everton mascot? I believe it's still... I know that. I think they've changed it. The thing is that because of coronavirus, they haven't had fans in the stadium, so they have the mascot. Mm. Uh, they did have... I think Angry Birds was a sleeve sponsor, so we did have a guy dressed up as a an big Angry Bird. Angry Bird. There was, uh, I think, the most famous one. It was actually in the news recently. Was uh, Arsenal's mm. uh, mascot called Gunnosaurus? Gunnosaurus. Gunnosaurus. We know the nickname for Arsenal was the Gunners. Oh, I see. Chuck a dinosaur in there. So it was just like a dinosaur with guns or something. <laughs> It's just a dinosaur dressed oh. in an Arsenal top. Oh, right. I see. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was picturing a dinosaur with like a couple AK 47s. That would be so child friendly. <laughs> I don't think that would set a great precedent for children mm. into football. But no, no, they they basically basically just like they would get like kids to like come out the stands and like have a kick around and stuff yeah. like that. Some of the uh, you know they get like children mascots to walk out onto the pitch. Mm. Gunnosaurus will be out there, and as they all go into like their corners of the pitch and they shout out in the lineups Gunnosaurus is playing keepy ups with a kid <laughs> Gunnosaurus <laughs> yeah sake. He's bit, but as I was saying yeah he was in the news because he got made redundant Gunnosaurus did after like 20 something years Gunnosaurus got made redundant he was on 80k a week whoa so, I'm so glad you want that job 80k to dress up as a dinosaur that's pretty tight it's great in it, but they fair. do a lot as in like just for general fan club stuff mm. he works during the week not just yeah. in match days but yeah they got made redundant and one of the <laughs> it was an absolute outrage yeah and one of the highest paid um, arsenal players made a pledge to say i'm really he said on on twitter he says i'm really sad but and disappointed that gunnosaurus is gone so for that reason i will be paying whatever wage he has uh until as for as long as i'm at the club that's that's so nice. So paying his eighty k per year salary to keep him there. I love that. Yeah, stick it to Arsenal. Yeah, that's sick. Bastards. That's what I hate. That's these things when you've got like all of these companies where people are losing their jobs. Yeah, the rich people, the CEOs and stuff, they're still taking the pay rises mm. and things. Yeah, Gunnosaurus is taking all the. Flight. But to be fair, Jurassic Park's filming at the moment, so he could go get a job there. That's true. He could play footy with a. Uh, some of the dinosaurs, Chris Pratt. That got close. Did you see he's he's popular on on not popular. He's getting had to go out on Twitter at the moment. Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. What's he done? Basically, he's not. So you know, I you don't have Twitter, but you might see it on Reddit. Um, a lot of Hollywood celebrities. The big thing at the moment is for them to give their political opinions and tell people to vote. Cool. Like Mark Ruffalo does it. Everyone does it, and they're yeah. like, "You should go vote," which you should. People should mm. be going and voting, yeah, but. Chris Pratt is one of those people, to be fair, like myself, I don't like getting political, that likes to separate his work from politics. So okay. he doesn't tweet about politics like at all. Right. Not even like making them vote. Doesn't say anything like that. He just keeps his... But obviously he does vote yeah. and stuff. And he's given money to organisations. Like he's recently married Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Okay. So like I, and Arnold Schwarzenegger gave loads of money to a biden thing or something i think chris pratt did as well but anyway so he keeps his work and politics separate which is fine a lot of people do i would prefer to do that and um because he hasn't tweeted about politics loads of people have assumed because he hasn't said he's a biden supporter that he's automatically a trump supporter right okay so because he hasn't said otherwise okay which all evidence shows that he's not that he's just like in the middle so basically they're implying that people that means they're also implying that people who post on Instagram telling people to vote that they're a Biden supporter. Yes. That's not entirely true. Is it? No, it's not. You can vote and not vote for Biden. Yeah, the main thing that they're taking away is basically saying if you don't say you support Biden, then you automatically support Trump. This is the exact same thing as last the last presidential election. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, He's gotten loads of flack on Twitter. They're like, oh, he's the worst celebrity Chris. Because there's loads of Chris's. Hemsworth. Um, Pine. Um, there's worse celebrity mics out there. There is. No, I, was, I was just making a comment. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Chris Brown has got to be the worst celebrity Chris. Mm. But anyway. I, yeah. So they all want him to be cancelled because they like to do that and stuff. And it's just like, I think it should be okay to not have to tweet about politics all the time. Yeah, I do, I do think there's a certain kind of i think if you have a if you have literally millions of followers there is a certain kind of i think if you have millions of of followers yeah there is a certain kind of you have a platform that not many other people have oh so you're saying people should use that platform if they've got it it's not should use it but be aware that they have that kind of ability to influence people Mm. and if it's something that is think about like um like take a good example of it marcus rashford have you seen all that business about free school meals yes oh god that's so annoying so marcus rashford is one of the most famous england players at the moment okay and he plays for the england national team uh plays for manchester united and Mm. over lockdown 
he has used his platform as a footballer mm. uh, and a you know he's got lots of followers and whatnot yeah he's used that to campaign for giving free school meals to children over the summer holidays nice. and, and onwards yeah and he's still campaigning at it now conservatives have put up a vote to say they're going to stop it over yes half term and i wrote to my mp about that really yeah the, the one in our area i think he's the same one as you andrew griffith because he voted no so i i wrote Bastards. to him it's like what the hell are you doing mate i've no, I known people that have written to him about various stuff and he hasn't replied he replied to the last time i wrote really what did he say back when it was black lives matter and there was a thing about we i think our country supplied the american police with like certain weapons and things like that and there was a petition that people should stop doing that and it was like write to your local mp about it Mm. and um so i did just to try and do do a good thing and Mm. he replied i don't remember what he's what he said but he did reply and apparently your local mps have to reply to every okay. letter they get really yeah and loads of people have got no reply then they're not doing their job properly because I, when i went on the website it said your local mp does it doesn't matter if it takes ages but they have to reply to every letter they get Christ. so i am expecting a reply to my very strongly worded letter mm-hmm. about free school meals yes Good. Yeah, so I wrote very strongly, but um, yeah, because but now mm. McDonald's are providing free school meals. They are. Yeah. I assume is this Marcus Mann? Is he providing school meals to people? Uh, yeah, they're tr- they're trying to get funding from oh. lots of uh, I mean individual companies, football clubs and whatnot. They've put a load of uh, there's lo- there's loads of restaurants around the area and pubs around the area that are giving out free school meals to kids this week. This is what I like when the government fails you. These people doing it on their own. That's what we like to see. I just think that's the complete opposite of spooky. It's nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's not Halloween, but it's fine. It's quite wholesome. (laughs) Have you ever heard a hedgehog scream? No. Scary. (laughs) That's that's really scary. That you know how foxes screaming sound like. Sound like exactly like that. (laughs) So hedgehogs sound literally sound like a baby is crying. Oh, really? It's really freaky. We get hedgehogs in our garden all the time. If I can find the sound, here it is. Whoa, that was bloody strange noise. (laughs) No, that did did sound like a baby crying. I get what you mean. It did. It did. And that's what kind of... You hear it every so often, like, every other night. Mm. And we haven't got, like... I mean, the garden isn't exactly, like... I'm looking at it right now. Mm. It's not... Not, not, it's not a lot of foliage. It's not like, not like there's going to be foxes or hedgehogs in no. it. But we get like the odd hedgehog come in, yeah, underneath the fence, and they just go. <laughs> I really, it really makes me sad when I'm walking down my road and you just see a little flattened hedgehog. It looks like a little spiky pancake. Mm. Oh, that's depressing. And it's just they seem to be the one that dies the most from traffic. Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't have much of a concept of roads, do they? No. We're going to see. Do you remember the advert for the uh, hedgehogs crossing the road? Yeah. Stop thinking. Oh, no. um, Stop, look and listen. Yeah. And he used to sing like King of the Road. King of the Road. That one. I think that was the song. What stories have I got for us to finish with? Mm. Should we talk about the, um, there was an aggressive turkey that was captured by a wildlife expert dressed as a frail old woman. This kind of ties into Halloween because he was dressed up in a costume. Okay. Um, so, in San Francisco, there is a turkey called Gerald. I actually read up on this one. And he's an over-aggressive turkey. And apparently he has been spent the past five months attacking residents in the area. So, there's been numerous reports of this turkey going and just randomly attacking people. Is he in a cage or something? Or is he uh, just... No, he's a wild turkey. He's a wild turkey. And... Um, the thing is, I assume that he's got pent-up rage in the run-up to Thanksgiving. <laughs> and he's just doing it out while he can before he gets killed. But the solution to this month-long saga of violence was quite similar to the problem that started it when a wildlife capture expert posed as a frail old woman to lure Gerald in. <laughs> Apparently, Gerald's preferred victims seem to be older women, according to complaints. <laughs> <laughs> to animal services. That is kink or something. That is a little Gerald's gobble gobble kink. Pink kink. I can't speak. So he said, I baited him in with blueberries, kibble, and sunflower seeds. Said mm. Rebecca Dimitrich 
director of wildlife emergency services. Then my husband actually had to run down to the truck. So I was left alone with the turkey. You never want that. Hmm. Dimitri played the victim pretending she was scared of him and retreating slowly that's when Gerald started putting, puffing up and showing aggression <laughs> I saw his reaction to me and I said oh you want a piece of this I'll give it to you <laughs> predictably Gerald charged stupid turkey yeah predictably Gerald charged straight at her but 40 years of experience prepared her for this moment she scruffed the turkey 40 years of turkey <laughs> capture experience turkey capture <laughs> grabbing by the neck in a way that doesn't hurt the bird so um it was also from this rose garden where he was terrorizing Mm. it was a short drive to east bay hills where he was then released which is good because um normally they put down these sort of animals don't they Mm. after being at this for five months to be on the other side and to know the turkeys now in a wild area situated with other turkeys where he will be safe feels like the best possible outcome Mm. that's very nice so have you ever been have you ever been attacked by an animal uh, I can't say I've ever had. No, I'm trying no. to think. I know um, there was some friend of mine that was attacked by a goat at a petting zoo. Um, what was she doing to the goat? I think it might have been zoo. sweet tea, actually. <laughs> but I don't know what she was doing to provoke the goat. I was not there at the I'm time. I'm just imagining Tegan just getting attacked <laughs> by a goat. <laughs> Sorry, Tegan. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably fought in it. Ah! This is what I forgot to mention. It's okay. We'll elongate the uh, podcast a little bit. This is what I forgot to talk to you about. You watch a lot of reality TV, don't you? I do. do. It's past the time. It doesn't appeal to me much at all. I tried watching Love Island. I think I watched one series and then it just sort of pissed Mm. me off watching it. But you've watched Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Yes. Which my mum also enjoys. That's finished now, hasn't it, recently? It is unfortunately finished which made me very sad. So what was it, what's the show like? Like what about it appealed to you? So I, I think over lockdown, I just kind of got into the same rut of watching. Basically, I wasn't much of a film person, so I was just watching a lot of films. Right. I watched all the best ones that mm. I was given. Yeah. And, and I enjoyed them, but uh, I, I wasn't really a big TV show guy. Okay. So... So yeah, no, I just got I just got into the same route of watching films. Yeah. Uh not didn't really watch TV shows, so I mm. started watching uh I think the first one I started watching was Terrace House. Is you that know, the Japanese the Japanese TV show? So I assume it was subtitled. And yeah, uh, it was subtitled. It's all in Japanese. There's barely any English in it. Right. Uh I watched the there was the latest season where they they basically the show's kind of like Big Brother, but it's Japanese. Okay. They get six uh six people. Three guys, mm. three girls. They're all in the creative industry and somewhat. Yeah, well, and like influencers and stuff. Uh, kind, yeah, kind of. They all sort of like do kind of crafty stuff. Or oh, okay. Like some are musicians, some are artists, some are just like surf or whatever. Yeah. And um, they put them in this house that's paid for by Terrace House, the show. Yeah. They give them two like super nice cars. They don't give them any script. There's no room for them to go into and like bitch about each other. Mm. Like Big Brother. There's no challenges at all. They literally just say, get on with your life. There's no challenges. There's no challenges. So oh. quite literally the biggest thing that happens in some episodes is that they one of them makes dinner. <laughs> it's <laughs> It sounds so mundane. Yeah. But it is fantastic. <laughs> what and, happens and, makes and so I found insane. it so fascinating that J- Japanese people do stuff like so differently. So there's an element of just like watching it. And just like culture what, shock. Culture shock. Yeah. Like what the hell is going on? the stuff they come out with the re- the way they act around relationships and stuff like that it's completely different yeah they're very indirect but very direct at the same time mm. with what they want because i know that japan has a problem with um relationships and particularly with uh, people getting married and having children mm. one of the only societies in the world where their population is going down because people don't want to have kids um, the government, because I read a book called Modern Romance, it's all about mm. relationships and stuff, and the government in Japan now bring in like grants and schemes to mm. encourage people to have a child, like you get money from the government if you have okay. a kid, and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, no, it's what it's it's got a real ageing population apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think, yeah, I think more and more young people, are, I think more, from what I've heard, it's more and more people in that side of the world are just going celibate. They just want now. They just don't want to 
do anything. They want their waifu anime body pillow. Exactly. They got their pillow. Yeah. They're all good. <laughs> yeah. But like it's but anyway, they were just like So in Terrace House, did you did they have were would was it like a mixture of women and men? Were there relationships? Did people get together? Yeah, there's like a vague dating aspect to it. Yeah. And which is quite interesting to watch. They all sort of because they all range from between 18 years old to about 35 yeah mid-30s and um some people go in and they say i'm looking for love some other people come in they just say i just want to see what happens yeah some people just come in just said i just want to get on with my job and yeah with other people and live in the house so it's but uh but you know these some people live in you know some of the series live in they live in tokyo Another, they live in the countryside. Another one, they go into Hawaii as mm. well. I watched all of that. that That's really cool. So, um, but there is a, yeah, but the, the, the whole dating aspect of the show, it's really quite interesting to watch. I'd enjoy it for the culture shock aspect, I think, mm. is why I would watch it. What is your view on, what did you enjoy about keeping up the Kardashians? Because my mum loves that. And I've always been like, why the hell would I watch that show? So but- there's something... Let me just get this. Can I swear on this? You can swear as much as you fucking like. Fucking great. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So keeping up the... There is something quite shit about the show. Yeah. (laughs) It's not the most amazing. It's... it's, To to call it like a five-star show would be... A disservice. A disservice. To the television industry. To the television industry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there's something I... There isn't really a star rating I could rate it as. Yeah. I think giving it one star would be a bit of an insult to the right. show. Yeah. Because, uh, but giving it four star, I don't know, because it's quite shit. It's a solid three star program. It's something that's unstarable. Unstarable. In my opinion. Is... It's something that is so bad, it's actually quite good. Yeah. Which is a kind of like an art within itself. I mean, they they didn't create the show to be bad, but I've heard, I mean, some people think it's the greatest thing ever, and some people got really, really upset yeah. when it got cancelled. I was kind of like, when it got cancelled, I was like, that kind of sucks. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, no more. No is more um, America's Sweetheart Kanye West in it? Uh, I haven't got to that yet. Oh, so no. you've not completed the show. Not I've, I sort of watch it from time. Basically, I started watching it when it was added onto Netflix, and then mm. they added another couple of seasons after a month. Okay. I'm watching from time to time episodes online. Mm. Oh, okay. And it's um, it's honestly, it's it's just a really bizarre thing to watch because, especially in the first season where the production value is pretty, pretty rubbish. Yeah. And the camera quality is just you know sort of mid two thousands. Mm. And um, it's something where the, the problems in keeping up with the Kardashians that that the Kardashians encounter yeah. are so, so very niche and so very monotonous <laughs> that they're really just n- a, a problem that they'd encounter to you would just be something that you're like, okay, I'll just brush that aside. Yeah. That's no big deal. There's types of things like, oh, my... Um, uh, oh, so and so. Oh, are you are you wearing my shirt? And then there'll be a big argument about that. They're like, <laughs> Courtney stealing my shirt, and I'm not happy with it. And it, <laughs> it's types of things like that. You just like, great, here we go. And I don't know. There's a whole episode. They're just there's a quite there's a there's a they're all. I'm sure they're all actually genuinely nice people, but the just the way they're portrayed on that show is so is slightly narcissistic. Like yeah, that right. they're quite bitchy but like it's it's a similar in vain to like people who watch if you watch the office yeah and then watch keeping up with kardashians you would think are they actually is you would think that they're very similar shows really like in terms of how they the problems that they encounter and the reactions behind it it's 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 basically it's it's the same concept as the office That's you know how the office cool. is built up to be this mockumentary yeah yeah it's exactly the same in Keeping Up Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and you can watch it in the exact same way. That's and laugh so at cool. the exact same things, <laughs> and it's hilarious. I think the, the 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 best plot line in the show that I remember watching at one point was, I think, Courtney was thinking that she was pregnant, right? Uh, and Chloe came round to help 
help her out. She was like, I've got a pregnancy test. She went in, did the whole pregnancy test. I think they misread the box or something like that. Mm. Something to do with the lines. And Chloe was just like, uh, I don't understand this. I'm pretty sure you're pregnant then. <laughs> so Courtney was like, oh my God, I better go get it. And, and in the end, they were getting all nervous. They ended up taking her to the clinic, got it all checked out. They came out. She wasn't pregnant. Right. So they went back home. They said, right, don't tell mum, Chris, Chris mm. Jenner. And they're all so excited. Like, yeah, she's not pregnant. She's not pregnant. And Chris is like, what are we celebrating? And they were like, let's go to Vegas for the weekend to celebrate. And Chris, and it cuts to Chris Jenner in the interview. It says, I don't know what my girls are celebrating about, but I will not turn down a weekend away with my girls. <laughs> and then the rest, this was about 10 minutes into the episode. And the rest of it is just them just living it up in Las Vegas. And it's so, it's that. It's that kind of concept. It's so office. It's unreal. It's, it's like, it's, oh, it's just so stupid. That's great. <laughs> I might have to give a couple episodes of watch I'd, then, to be fair, from your assessment. I'd highly recommend it. But my question is, since as you've not watched all of it, mm. at the point of the show you're in, is it Bruce Jenner or is it Caitlyn Jenner? It is Bruce Jenner at the moment. What's it like? It was weird. Is like, it? I, I, t- to be honest, I've only ever known her as Caitlin. Right. So watching her as Bruce, just really into, like, can I say he or she? I don't... Oh, I'd just say she for now, I she, suppose. Yeah. She, she's, <laughs> at the time, she, she's just super into remote controlled helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about quite a lot today. We've gotten through some nice stuff. Mm-hmm. I very much thank you for having for being coming on the podcast. That's all right. Have you listened to the previous episodes? I have, yes. And what were your thoughts? They're very, very well constructed. Yeah. Very similar to this episode. Yeah, it is. And I, I'm hoping that you're that you're someone that they all give the thumbs up to, and Good. they're like, we Please want some like more me. of that, Sam. I hope I didn't mumble too much. No, it's fine. I'm quite a mumbly person. I can cut it out or turn it up if you mumble too much. That's the beauty of audio. You just boost my audio by like 10 dB. Yeah. I'm mumbling right now. I'll pump you up to 11, (laughs) Spinal Tap style. Good, good. If you need any more music for your podcast, let me know. Uh, That was what I wanted to talk to you about. Mm. Do you reckon you can make a jingle for Courting with James? No. Oh. See you later. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I can definitely do that. What kind of vibe are you? Uh, I was for? like, if you could get your singer friend Amy to mm. sing like "Courting with James," and then you make some nice like jingle pig, under that, like the Moon Pig advert, sort of like a yeah, but you know something like that that I can just add in at the start, and you'll be like, ah, this is the... something snazzy. Yeah, because I feel okay. like it's romantic. It's about relationships. I feel like a female singer would fit right saying courting with James okay. and then Bosch. Sure, definitely. Yes. That could work. You have that to me by next week. And I'll have, moon, I'll have the Moonpig theme as a temp track. <laughs> yeah, and sure. it doesn't have to sound like the Moonpig theme. I don't want to get sued. Cool. So <laughs> Moonpig related. Yeah, cool. Moonpig related track. Perfect. That's what yeah. I like to hear. Thank you for being on the show, Sam. Tune right. in next week, guys, where we'll have Sweet Tea back and um, we should possibly have a new jingle for courting with james brilliant keep our fingers crossed today's podcast was sponsored by robin mayhew.co.uk so please check out their website if you're interested in his music or david bowie and we will see you guys all next week cool bye bye get out my house Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.